Hi there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This podcast was brought to you by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund of the City of Windsor, so big thanks to them. My name is Eric, and I will be your MC for tonight's episode of Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Previously on Undergrad, A Monster Hearts Tale. Our AV club were bribed and threatened by Bo Benevino to visit a retreat put on by the Carpe Diem Brigade, an organization of New England elites. There have been rumors of a rival faction trying to overthrow Bo's leadership and embrace an ancient power that the founders of the brigade were said to have rejected. When they arrived, they found everyone in masks and beginning a dinner ceremony where a figure in a phoenix mask, named the Keeper of Secrets, opened the retreat. During the first round of voting, the AV Club found that this brigade was founded by 12 influential families who joined forces after rejecting a power from a mysterious figure nearly 300 years ago. Amongst the members included Bo's family, the Benevinos, Bo's best friend Thomas's family, the St. Vincent's, and the Addersworns, like Silda way back from the Halloween arc. During her investigation, Iris was confronted by a group of dog-masked ladies who revealed themselves to be the Lorens from the fraternity arc in first year. The Lorens recognized Iris by her voice when she screamed during a horror-induced hallucination. Dr. Egan broke into Lauren's tent and found a stack of letters signed, Your Servant, indicating that Lauren L. and this servant figure were at the heart of the conspiracy. After the first vote, which was deemed inconclusive, the retreat fell into chaos as Bo's tents were set aflame as a warning that his regime was coming to an end. What else will the AV Club reveal about this mysterious retreat, and who is the servant? Let's find out. Let's get back to the conclusion of our Bo Benevino arc in Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale. Chapter 36, The Final Ballot. The pre-dawn sky opens with the fires still smoking from the burned tents. The figure in the phoenix mask and some others are standing um, fairly into the woods away from this open grove. The phoenix figure states very calmly to all those looking around, We must stop this bow once and for all. He would have us keep to the code of the original twelve families. <laughs> what folly. These are new times, new families, new rules. The wise one has whispered to us chosen to join the flock and enter paradise. We must submit. It is the only choice. We cannot risk revolt from the others. This must be done properly. The vote must be lost. Do as you will. And she wait and um, this kind of hand waves them away, and you see the, the toad go, Now go about your business. They will see you later. And everyone kind of weaves out into the dawn sky, 
as our camera fades away. And welcome back, everyone, to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts Tale, brought to you by Tall Tale Theater Collective and the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. How is everyone doing this evening? Fantastic! Fantastic. (laughs) Nicely done. So we are halfway through our kind of Scooby-Doo meets Eyes Wide Shut arc here (laughs) that we're doing. Who knew that kind of childhood and adult combination would be slamming into each other? It slaps. It's great. Very interesting. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Owen, who's playing Bo Benavino, of course. Ooh. Welcome back. Thank you very much, yes. sir. Super excited nice for you to be back. back for your fourth episode. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, already. Four already. Thank <laughs> y'all for putting up with me for so long. Oh. And excited <laughs> to finish this off with you. No, it has been an absolute yeah. pleasure. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, so thank you for coming on, Owen. We really appreciate it. Hopefully your time with the... Uh, the AV club has been memorable, to say the Ooh. least. <laughs> Eye-opening, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess on that, let's see where all this goes, because we are in the middle of quite a very yeah. interesting mystery amongst mm. the uh, Carpe Diem Brigade. So let's see if our group can uncover the truth. Who is behind the Phoenix Mask? Bum, bum, bum. Oh, no. Let's get going. Oh, that's what we're supposed to be solving. We haven't been doing that at all. Thanks, <laughs> old man. What's Jake? I'm working on? <laughs> oh, right. There's a plot. <laughs> <laughs> Our camera opens up on the morning. All all of you squeezed into two tents last <laughs> night for a very uncomfortable sleep, especially because half of you had to deal with a crow going out all night. <laughs> Making all sorts of fucking crow sounds. So you all get up definitely not having slept well. A lot of you had to sleep on the floor and stuff. Um, and you see that everyone now, again, has their masks on, getting ready for another day. And I'm going to say that over the night, you've all managed to tell the others what happened during all of those uh, investigations. So everyone knows about the letters e- Egan found. Everyone knows about the kind of background um, theater piece that Evelyn saw that explains some of the background of the brigade. And everyone knows, like, everyone knows the purpose of the crow and kind of all of that stuff. So everyone's on the same page. Mm-hmm. Wow. Power always has a cost, and if this is a lot of power those first 12 families had, then I don't even want to know what they had to sacrifice. I feel like it's got to be something more than just their lives, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned um, uh, Silda's family may have uh, had something to do with something about this sh- this shindig. Well, they, they stopped coming to this a while ago in the 50s, hmm. so they oh. haven't been involved for a while. Um... Yeah, it's interesting, Dr. Egan. I don't know what you think, but some of the things you were telling me and that I saw in the interpretive dance, like, they've got a lot of, like, religious connotations. It makes me think of what we heard from that guy, the Pale Mare? Yes, I was thinking the same thing. The Pale Mare. Yeah. Uh, do you know that name? No, but I, <laughs> I was under the assumption that... You were wrapped up in some pretty mundane things. Obviously, that's not the case. Well, mm. we're pretty unmundane. <laughs> we have our own secrets as well. Touche. Um. So, are we switching masks, guys? Like you did? I think I could fancy being a cane for the day, or at least the morning, perhaps. Mm. Just make sure you bring the crazy straw. I found it super helpful last night. <laughs> uh, the question is, who's going to be me when the vote rolls around? 
Um, do you have any clothes I could borrow, um, Bo? Uh, no, 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 not that. Doctor Egan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a plan, and, and if you will give me your mask, let's, let's trade, and um, I can be you during the vote. I imagine most. I imagine most of. My clothes were burnt to a crisp last night, but I can mm. check and see if I can salvage anything. What what do you have in mind, Doctor? All right, I'm, I'm going to shapeshift into him, if I can. Oh, and sick! He... <laughs> <laughs> Says a giraffe. <laughs> if, if somebody tries to kill him, um, well, I'm kind of, you know, uh, resistant to... Things Tough as nails. That might hurt me. Hmm? Love it. Yeah, yes. that works good. That's perfect, Dr. Egan. All right. You can you can do that. Uh, yes, d- don't ask. Just... <sighs> She's both powerful and sexy. Color me impressed, Dr. Egan. Perhaps I did underestimate you. Well, perhaps I underestimated you. Aww. <laughs> We're bonding. This is great. <laughs> what really troubles me is this servant person. The toad. I have a feeling that. Oh no, the, the toad. The sorry, the the uh, yes, the servant. From the letters. From the letters. Yes. I think it's the toad. Um, perhaps. I don't know. I mean, it could be anybody. If if it's somebody in charge. It could be the phoenix, it could be the toad, uh, you know. You think the Keeper of Secrets would be Perhaps. in on this madness? Well, you don't know who, who this person is, right? Somebody who's very clearly devoted to getting the power. Do you know anybody else besides Lauren who may be a fanatic and wants that change? Mm-hmm. Um, are you asking me, Kane? Yes. Uh, okay, Eric, would I know any... Other individuals who have crossed me? Yeah, over the past few elections, I think it's safe to say that the main rival you've ever had is Lauren L. Okay. And and you can tell that she's been very vocal about your leadership. Okay. Nothing during the term where like a business deal, you know, some people were aggressive to me arbiting the business deals or no like that. no because i i think that that's why you're here is like again ever like imagine here Bo, that everyone is just as subtle as you are. Uh, okay, okay. Right, <laughs> and, and has just as much cunning and wealth. Like you're in a room of all of you, which <laughs> makes it, I think, difficult for you to pinpoint this. Right. Gotcha. Lauren's been the only real opposition I've had over the past few years, and as you all know, she's not exactly subtle. Oh, good morning, everyone. And Thomas enters with his lion mask, and Dominica enters with her owl mask. And Vanessa enters with her otter mask, and they're all looking, you know, a little bit worse for wear, a little bit tired from the events of last night, but ready to go. So you see all three of them come in and they hand everyone uh, mimosas, except <laughs> Kane, who they give just straight up orange juice. Uh, OJ. <laughs> so another day, another vote, eh? Well. How much longer oh. till the vote? The second vote should probably start in about in half an hour, relatively soon, and then it whittles down to the finalists and the final votes this evening. Hmm. Um, what if there's a way we can try and distract Lauren and take her mask and maybe someone goes in her place and gets some inside information? What if we just try to take everyone's masks and then it doesn't matter who wins because it's one of us? 
Systematically take out all 75 of yeah. them. Just standing beat around those bastards up. <laughs> you know, I didn't think sending PIs after you all for almost a year would lead me to that plan. <laughs> um, you've been privately investigating us the last year? That's news <gasps> to Kane. What? Yes, well, he had photographs. <laughs> what? Oh, no. <laughs> what kind of, wait, what kind of photographs? The compromising photographs nice. of all of us. Let's just leave it at you've all been cooperating beautifully, and there'll be no, those photographs will be like they never existed. Once is there is one over. of me when I was drunk? He's going to pause for a sec, and you see him thinking and just go, not exactly. Wait, what? <laughs> no. Was I painting? Was I doing sculptures? Was it Was shrooms? I petting animals? Well, the bottom line here is you, 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 you have dirt on us. I mean, why were you collecting it in the first place? That's it, like that kind of pisses off Kay, to be honest. Mm-hmm. In case I couldn't befriend you, frankly. Look at you, man. Who do you have pictures of? Tell me now. I will give all the. How about this? I will give all the evidence to you. If, when. We go back to Canopy Dorms. You can see it for yourself. If you wish, we will never speak again of this. We can deal with this later. I think what we need to do is we need to focus on the task at hand. Iris, I like your idea of trying to get some inside information from Lauren. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You would be probably the best person to imitate her. Um, Can you do a... Her voice? Do you do you know her well enough to imitate her mannerisms? Oh, like it's so cool. Is that good? Oh, oh I think that's spot on. Just be even more bitchy. Wow. Is that good? That's it. You're a star girl, <laughs> says Thomas, chugging three mimosas. Oh, I hate second vote day. <laughs> but was going to gesture for him to give him more mimosas. Oh, yeah. He, he just hands you a whole tray. Like, like oh. at this point, you and him are just sharing a tray. Okay, well, I guess I should probably go off. And if someone wants to come with me to try and distract, I don't know how we're going to get her to give it up. But Evelyn, I don't know if you have some magic or Kane or Zach, if you can lure her somehow with your powers or what? Maybe Zach can seduce her. <laughs> Fuck, maybe. That's not a bad mm. idea. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I, yeah, I kind of like what Egan mentioned about the phoenix and the toad. Maybe I can try to follow them. Uh, okay. See what they're up to? Sure. That might but be a so good idea. We can do yes. another daytime split up. I'm going to go back to the bar, if that's okay. And <laughs> Vanessa's like, oh my god, Thomas, will you just shut up? I think we should stay in bigger groups, though, because just in case, it seems dangerous. Iris, why don't I go with you? Do you think Ooh. that Lauren would want to talk to Bo or, uh, I don't know, <gasps> threaten him? Yeah, you can hypnoti- hypnotize her. It's good Yes, bait. and then we can yeah. get her mask and do a switch. Okay, that sounds good. Sure, I wouldn't mind right. going with uh, Evelyn to see the Toad and the Phoenix, try to find them. That's a good idea. Zach, which group do you want to go with? I think we should only stay in two groups. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I've got an idea. I'm going to try and, uh, I hate this word, do some research. <laughs> I know. I think, I think I can dig up something that's pretty uh, pretty big, but it, it might take some time. 
I'm okay. impressed. You're coming over to our side. Uh, wow. I never thought I would hear you use that word, Okay, Zach. okay, okay. You know what? I take it back. I am... No, don't. I'm almost a little bit proud of you. Okay, so we know that Evelyn and Kane are going to be together. Iris and Dr. Egan are going to be together. Now, Zach, you said you wanted to do some research, so we're going to periodically keep going back to you because this research is going to take uh, some time for you. Uh, Bo, how about you? What would you like to do right now? Bo, do you want to go with Kane and, Kane and Evelyn then, since you kind of know about this stuff anyway? I mean, I feel like me going anywhere right now would just arouse suspicion, but um, if I'm convincing enough as one of you, I might be able to... Yeah, maybe off. you could take, like, Kane's mask or, or Egan's mask. Uh, switch with me, and I will switch, um, and give me your shirt, and I will take your mask, and I'll give you mine. Mm. Roll for feathers, Egan, yep, as you switch I'm just clothes. about to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. On how this, oh, yeah, okay, that's, that's a... Uh, what math um that's 11 okay <laughs> so Bo, as you throw on egan's <laughs> mask of the panther she walks in very much with her body proportions and she walks out exactly <laughs> like you damn oh that's that's concerning yes, hi <laughs> wow, does my does my ass look that good yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah um and you like <laughs> just call me the great man <laughs> oh me mucho likey the great man very much <laughs> vanessa can i switch masks with you because lauren doesn't like me and i'm pretty sure she knows what mask i'm in true oh yeah i really like your mask actually mm. here i got tired of this honor anyway Oh, otters are lovely creatures. They play with rocks. They hold hands. <laughs> you swap for her otter mask, and uh, on that you hear the gong ring, and Thomas chugs more two more mimosas, and he goes, well, let's do this fucking vote, shall we? Fucking cheers, man. <laughs> yes. All right, good luck, everyone. Stay safe. Yeah, see you in about luck. an hour. Mm -hmm. Oh, Dr. Egan. Yes. Don't make me look like too much of a fool more than I already have, all right? Fair enough. So as everyone heads to the vote to kind of split up and follow your respective people, Zach, you want to do some research. Mm -hmm. What the hell do you want to do? <laughs> okay, uh, so Zach is, uh, he's going to stay in uh, in the tents. Yeah. And he's going to, is, is there like any sort of... Um, like a, a radio or something that would play music? Sure. Okay. Uh, and he's just going to um, sort of uh, tune into the radio. Uh, okay. The first plan is to go the Silda route uh, because she's also part of the hive. Uh, he wants to oh. see um, sort of if she knows anything about the history pertaining to her family. Okay. Um, or uh, the other one is the fuckboy route. Um <laughs> Because Zach had sex with a frat boy at some point, and everyone that he's had sex with, and everyone that that person has had sex with, uh, is all technically part of the hive. In, like in this weird like six degrees of separation. Oh, true as the queen of bills. Yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, so he wants to see if he can like tune in and see Ooh. like where she's at and uh, try to kind of like get a hold of of like any nice. information she can or he can. Nice. Let's 
let's just say that you spend the next significant chunk of time basically using the radio as an amplification to see what you pick up, period. Okay. I want to keep, I want to throw an open, open net and we'll see what we catch. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so give me a dark roll. Okay, dark. Uh, that's a six, but um, as the the radio kind of statics out, uh, Zach kind of fiddles with uh, Evelyn's bracelet. Okay, so give me a reroll yes, on okay. that. Nice. Uh, that's an 11. Nice. Yes. No, that's cool. So on Gaze in the Abyss on plus 10, it answers your questions and shows you visions. On 10 and up, you choose two. The visions are lucid and detailed. They show you what you must do and you carry one forward for doing it, the visions cure you removing a condition. Which one would you want? Uh, so I get to pick two, I'll pick the first two. Okay, cool. So the visions are lucid and detailed and the visions show you what you must do. So Zach, you're gonna spend the next few hours, like I said, using the kind of radio frequencies and the antennas to just throw up your, your almost psychic gaze across this area. Okay. Because okay. you are in the middle of nowhere, so it's going to take a little Yeah, bit. yeah. So as you do that, Zach, our camera's going to fade from you onto the vote. Everyone has cast their votes, and the votes are being read out. And the toad um, kind of counts them all and whispers in the phoenix's ear, and the phoenix is on this podium now, and the phoenix says, The second vote has been cast, and those with fewer than five votes have been thrown out. Our finalists are... St. Vincent Thomas, Benevino Bo, Laurenti Lauren. These are the three finalists. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. No, well. <laughs> well, yeah, Zach was actually the one who voted for himself. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the Phoenix mask echoes. The final vote will begin tonight. Please be prepared. We have not met a quorum yet. And everyone there goes, gaw, in their disappointed way. And let's focus on Kane, Evelyn, and Bo for a moment here. So Kane, Evelyn, and Bo, you see that the Toad and the Phoenix both turn away and head deeper into the forest. What do the three of you do? Deeper into the forest? Um, question. Yeah. Can Bo use a move called I am a jealous god? It says if you have designs on someone or something and another person gets in the way, gain condition ruthless and plus two to cold rolls regarding that character until they back off. Um, Damn. I think after last oh, night, nice. he's fucking nice. desperate. He want, he needs to fucking get answers. <laughs> oh, dude, totally use that I'm a jealous god. I love that. Um, and can he use it on the Phoenix since that's like their immediate target? Yeah, totally. I'll, I'll, I'll just say that, like, right now, anyone that you view as either, like, a conspirator or somebody that is at least an obstacle in that, which the Phoenix represents, um, yeah, 100%. Cool. Um, so, let's do cold. Since you obviously Potential didn't see the conspirators. prologue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, so he's just going to... Would it be odd that they go go into the forest? Is that something that they, the Keeper of Secrets usually does at these meetings? Um, I wouldn't say that it's uncommon, Bo. You know that the Keeper of Secrets has to kind of be solitude incarnate in a way. They are the final arbitrators of all the issues and things like that. Kind of have to stay separate from the retreat. Okay. Um, he's just going to say that to them, and it's like, Keeper of Secrets prefers to be alone during these, to remain neutral or remain unbiased. So how about we pay them a little visit, shall we? Or is that too 
forward. No, sounds good to me. I mean, you know, if he says he prefers to be alone, how does anybody know if he really is? Evelyn, I grow more impressed by you by the hour. Thank you, I think. Why don't, why don't we uh, have one or two of us go in and confront him and then one of us stay hidden just in case we need eyes somewhere else or in case something goes wrong, you know? Um, I prefer to stay hidden on the off chance that the Keeper might recognize me. Mm, okay. That's probably a good idea. So Evelyn and I can go in headstrong and see what we find, see what he's up to. She's up to. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, right now you just know that it's it's a phoenix and a toad. See what that birdie's up to. <laughs> <laughs> the voice synthesizer and the mask makes it difficult to tell either way. So as you both follow the Keeper of Secrets and the Toad, with Bo kind of staying on the flank as close but far away as he can, our camera's going to fade away from that scene and open up on Dr. Egan and Iris. Dr. Egan, Lord and <gasps> L has cornered you thinking that you're Bo, and she looks at you and says, So, you really think that, well, we know your little game that you and Thomas play, Bo, and it's not going to fucking work this time. Oh. I have a majority. Yes, I see that we are up against each other once again. I don't think that you have a ra grounds to feel as cocky as you do. Let me tell you one thing, and, and uh, I lean in and I, and I say, "Look me in the eye." And does, does she look at look uh, fake bow in the eye? Yeah. And I'm gonna roll for hypnotic. Okay. And that is a, uh, an eight. So that's a mixed Ooh. success. Oh, dear. Uh, okay. okay. Oh. So consequence, please. Oh, mm. oh there's such... Mm. <laughs> Pick the most interesting one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm going to go with the san her sanity is unhinged. Yes, I was <laughs> hoping for that. It's never happened. Yeah. Cool. Is unhinged. Yes. Join, join your your brother in Texas. No, <laughs> no, no. Okay, so, so so what I say to her is is I say, you will take off your mask and you will hand it to my friend here, and you will take her mask and from now on you will pretend that you are somebody else. You are not Lauren. Who am I? You are Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. I am Lindsay. Yes. I am from Lindsay. Texas. I'm Lindsay from Texas. <laughs> oh my god. And she kind of goes behind the tree and beckons Iris back so that they can switch masks. Iris hops over. I do sure hope that the they don't put on the Bronco this year because my back problems. Oh, well, Bronco. you know what? I spoke to your doctor and he said they're fine, so you go be free and be with your Bronco. Really? That's great news. You know, I've always wanted to be a professional Bronco rider. I can tame anything, she says when her chihuahua mask kind of very proud of herself. So, uh, what should I do next? And and where would that Bronco be? I saw it deep in the forest that way, and she points like as far <laughs> away as possible. <laughs> And and um, uh, fake Bo turns to now fake um, uh, oh, what's her name uh, Lauren, and says, "Take the bull by the horns." Take the bull by the horns. 
Well, bust my buttons. Well, I'm gonna go find the Bronco and follow my dreams, and I'm gonna be as famous as that Arabella St. Vincent. Yeehaw, yes. oh boy. Be You're free. just like Arabella. That's right. Mm. That's so exciting. Well, hey, I wish me luck. Good luck. Be free. Good be luck. happy. And, and like her brother, she runs out into the forest. <laughs> what the fuck? Holy shit. Iris puts her hands <laughs> on her mouth and realizes what she's done. She's like, oh no, I feel bad. I told her there was a Bronco in the woods and there wasn't. Should I go tell her? No, no, it's it's Ooh. fine. All right. Now you look like Lauren. Okay. Um, yes, I'm Lauren. Hi. Yeah, practice a little bit more. Wow. Don't Hi, be, be I'm disgusted Lauren. with me. Mmm, <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> Try it without oh, the mm, at the beginning. I'm mad. There you go. <laughs> Iris, as you're looking around and the disguised Dr. Egan as Bo says, there you go. You make eye contact okay. with Bo's mask, Iris. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. those grape vines and stuff become this constricting vine monster. And it looks at you and it snarls. <laughs> and you hear it whisper to you, you're going to die. <gasps> oh. oh my god. No. What? Wait, wait, she what, jumps, what, what? She jumps what, back. What's wrong? What's oh wrong? God. Oh my god. I, I, it, it's me. Remember? She like, goes into a ball on the ground and covers her face. Uh, well, uh, uh, no, no. Um... <laughs> I didn't just do the hypnosis on, on, on Lauren. You are not losing your sanity. <laughs> uh, are you okay, Iris? I mean, Lauren, are you okay? <laughs> she, like, peeks with one eye to see if the, the, the mask is back to normal. Yeah, it's just the, the kind eyes of Bo, but you know they're Egan's. Just yeah. the kind of the, the, the gentle red veins in them still remind you that it's Egan's. <laughs> I'm sorry, your mask just told me I was gonna die and I just freaked out a bit. Wait, I mean, what? Nothing! <laughs> Hi! Uh, did did you have anything to drink? What, was it, what were in those mimosas? Um, I don't know, I just drank it because it tasted good. Uh, anyway, right. well, I'm. It's fine. Um, okay. Are you it's, sure it's, you're okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because no, I need you sharp. No, but I need you sharp. I'm sharp. I'm okay. Good. All right. Hi, I'm Lauren. You're Lauren. Good, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Lauren, bitch. What are we? <laughs> What's the plan now? I should probably go find the other women wearing dog masks. Yeah, yeah you're gonna go find your your little uh, troop there. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah. let's let's go back to the tent. See if we can uh, bring you back to your group. Yeah, we'll go. I guess we'll go find the tent that they were in, right? We'll just yeah. Look for their I, tent. I know where it is. <laughs> I'll do you one better. As you two are heading over to the tent, you hear <gasps> Lauren, and you look, and it's the rest of the Laurens. <laughs> yeah, there's like Lauren oh, R, Lauren X, Lauren oh B, Lauren Q. There's just so many of them. And they go, we knew that you were going to get through. It's time for the believers to take charge. And they look at you, Bo, and they go, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, well, I'm just talking some shit to Lauren here. You all know that I'm going to be the one who's going to win this Well, Bo, it's not too late to throw all of your votes and all your supporters Lauren's way, and then we can just be done with it, right? <laughs> do you think that I would actually do that? That I would actually just just succumb to just, just let her walk all over me? I don't think so. I walk wherever I please. Mm. Hell yeah, if that's what the boss says. Oh, mm. So, Lauren L., what are we going to do for the rest of the day? Tell us what to do. Um, what do we always do, ladies? 
Well, yesterday you said that we should find something else to do besides what you say, but then we spent all day trying to figure out what to do and never actually figured it out because you didn't say. Oh, this is uninteresting to me, and he walks away. Sky <laughs> <laughs> loser! Okay, so seriously, though, we have so many things to talk about. I, I didn't want to say it in front of a bow, but we got another letter. <gasps> oh, shit. T um, mm, and you see that it reads to Brittany from your servant. Wow. Wow. Um, yes. I will read this letter right now. We have new orders. We, we, we've been directed. Great. Apparently, apparently tonight during the vote, we have it on good authority that Bo will definitely lose this vote. How do you... Mm, um, Even mm. if we don't win, Bo is going to lose. And uh -oh. It doesn't matter anymore. How? The servant says everything has been rigged. Everything has been set. It's preordained. The Lord is looking on all of us, smiling. Oh, I mean, mm, that's great. Yes, love that for us. Are you okay? You're acting kind of weird. I'm drunk. Ish. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, Lauren A hasn't gotten off Adderall since she was cramming for that one exam, so no judgment here. Yeah. So, um. Hey, if I wanted to like speak to the servant, what, how, how would I do that again? And they all laugh and one of them looks at you and says, Lauren, we don't know who it is. I'm just, I was just, that was- We, mm. we just figured you would know. You're the one that's been corresponding mm, with them. I do mean, you not know who they are? Mm, mm, yes, I do. No, yes, I was tricking. I'm drunk. Um, this was a mistake, oh God. <laughs> You're acting really weird. I'm going to have you roll um, manipulated NPC right now, because, yeah, and take minus one, because you're acting sketch. Oh, you're oh role-playing too hard, Carla. God damn nice, it. Uh, nice Alexis Rose voice, Carla. Thank you. Huh? I don't know why. Yeah. I just started going into that. Oh, shit. I'm going to use my uh, last Steph re-roll, because that was... Oh, oh damn. That's even worse. Okay, um, that's a six. Fuck. They go... Uh... Fuck. They look at you really weird and they say, Lauren, can you do us a favor and take off your mask? What? And as you're surrounded by dog masks, they reiterate, take off your mask. Iris just goes, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just turns in the opposite direction and starts running for the woods. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. They go, hey, come back here! And they start oh chasing you, no. Iris. Yeah, Our camera kind of zips around as Iris runs and it's this like epic one shot and it takes off from Iris running in the woods being chased and it zigzags past Egan dressed as Bo and it tips right towards the uh, tense really quick and um, Zach I'm gonna cut I'm, I'm not gonna say too much right now but what I will say is through all this music that you've been listening to you feel Silda's presence but what you feel is and I'm because you rolled so high you get you get an image of this Silda is in a beaten up car driving and you see that she's driving out of state as fast as she can. Mm. Huh. Mm. So I assume you're still gonna two it in and try to throw this net even even wider? Yeah. Zach, you have one hand on the radio and your mouth is open and the music is coming from out of your mouth. <laughs> Shit, that's so <laughs> crazy. As you're just in like this super intense trance, there's your your hair is starting to kind of stand up a little bit from, from the electricity being built between you and this radio. Um, and our camera zips back to 
uh, Cain and Evelyn following in the woods. <laughs> so Cain and Evelyn, I'm gonna have you both roll plus cold. Oh, uh, sorry, <laughs> oh, roll at Showtime for me and add uh, a cold just to see how well you can hide or act okay. inconspicuous. Uh, that's an eight for me. I got an eight also. Hey. Okay. So as far as you know, you're both kind of keeping a low profile, and neither the toad or the phoenix's heads turn to see if anyone's following them. They seem pretty confident nobody is. Whew. So how do you want to approach this situation? I mean, you're supposed to be alone anyway, right? Do you want to just keep a low profile and see kind of where they go? Or? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. We'll just follow them, keep a low profile see if they meet with anyone or talk about anything and um i guess if they start asking or acting really sketchy or you know make it seem like they're going off to do something to sabotage uh bow you know um i can use one of my hexes to try to keep them where they are or stall them and you can you know do what you do to try to stop them <laughs> I like the vagueness, Evelyn. As he kind of looks forward. I mean, says, I know if you, you know, your your demon person can do a lot of different things, so I didn't want to get too specific there. No, no, it's a, it's all good. Um, all right, well, I guess uh, try to sneaky sneak our way and eavesdrop on him, see what happens. Okay. Bo, can you give me an It's Showtime roll and add cold? Give sure. yourself a plus one because you are purposely hidden. Like, you're not just trying to act inconspicuous. You are kind of keeping to the uh, the flank of all okay, this. Okay, um, I already do have a plus two from that move, but I'm not sure if that... Yeah, so you get three on this roll. Oh, my lord. Huh. Okay. <laughs> that is... Oh, it's only an eight. What the heck, oh. dice? What the hell, dice? Oh, no, sometimes the dice giveth and sometimes the dice taketh away. <laughs> Story of my life. But what I'm going to say is for you, your aid is a bit more obvious. Bo, you are going from tree to tree, kind of hiding. And Bo, I'm going to say you take a step on the wrong branch <gasps> and it kind of snaps and echoes and the toad and the phoenix freeze. And Kane and Evelyn, you see this, but they don't look back towards you, Kane and Evelyn. They look to the side. And, Bo, I'm going to say you just sneak behind the tree that they don't see you, but they do hear something. Can can I do something? Yeah. I wanted to use one of my hexes to make an illusion um, to make it seem like a, um, a snake crawls through and mm -hmm. um, could have, like, uh, gone over, over one of the branches and snapped it. Yeah, roll for illusion, please. Okay, that is a nine. Nine, okay. So a snake kind of slithers out of the the tree trunk and goes over the the branch that you snapped. Can you snap the back part, Bo? It kind of coils over the, the, the front part and disappears back into the shrubs and disappears. And the two look... I mean, you can't see their faces, right? So it's hard to read but their faces do turn back and they head deeper into the forest. And now at this point, the, the forest has gotten quite thick that the sun is pretty much essentially all blocked out. Good thinking, Evelyn. You've now gone so far in that you can't hear the party anymore. And Bo, you still, of course, have that ruthless condition, so whatever that means to you. So what do you do, Bo? Um, 
I think he's going to like take a peek and just see if Evelyn and Kane are still there once he sees the um, Phoenix and Toad walk away. But he's just gonna he's gonna just do the same thing. Just try and be more careful, obviously, and sneak along the tree line. So as Kane and Evelyn, you two are walking. Uh, you see this first. Bo, his view is a bit obstructed just based off where he's coming from. But you see that this dense, dense forest, as it gets denser and denser, it does give way to a very small clearing. And when I mean small, I mean maybe like 15 square meters. It's, it's pretty tiny. But in the center of this clearing is an A-frame, is one of those cabin-style A-frames. And standing outside the hut talking are the Toad and the Phoenix. They're speaking in hushed tones, so you can't quite understand or hear what they're saying right now. So am I to understand that Kane and Evelyn, you want to get as close as possible without being seen, obviously? Yeah, if possible to eavesdrop, but I don't know if that's possible. Okay, I'm going to use my earmuffs of eavesdropping. I don't think I've ever actually used them for what they are actually meant for yet, <laughs> and I should probably do that. I mean, the word eavesdropping is literally in their name. <laughs> it is the purpose of them. That's true. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to you wanna throw those on? Mm -hmm. Evelyn, give me a dark roll. Okay. Let the darkness consume you, Evelyn. <laughs> yes, that's a 10. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, Evelyn, what you hear is the phoenix say, this vote was too close. Yes, I, I, I know it, it was too close, but we're trying. You don't understand. This must be done properly. If they realize that we are fudging the vote, we will lose all of them. This is on a knife's edge. Salvation is at stake, little man. I will not tolerate failure. And you hear the phoenix gulp, and the phoenix says, And neither will our lord. Well, I don't know about any of that Lord stuff, but I'm just doing my job, you know, as, as best as I can. Ah, uh, yes, I always forget that you are an unbeliever. No matter, you are useful for now. Did you see those two following us? Uh, no, no, I, I didn't. Of course, hmm. you never see anything. I haven't seen them since we entered the forest, but just in case. Guard the door, I'll be inside. And the phoenix turns around and leaves the toad, leaving the toad outside. And the phoenix enters the A-frame. Bo, you also see this now. You can't hear this conversation, but you yeah. see that the phoenix has gone inside. And I'm, I'm going to say you you can even see where Kane and um, Evelyn have kind of crouched behind a fallen log just before the perimeter break of the clearing. So what are you going to do? Um, I think he's going to wait for Evelyn and Kane to make the first move. And Okay. He's going to provide a distraction back up. Um, you know, if they go up and start engaging him, he might run up and, I don't know, do what he can, I guess. He's just waiting okay. for them, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you two do? So I assume you relay all the information to Kane. Yeah, yeah. So Evelyn's going to look to Kane. She's going to say, yeah, okay, bad news. They're rigging the vote. Extra bad news. <laughs> they know we followed them, <laughs> but they don't know we're here. <sighs> Do you think they count the votes in there? I don't know, maybe. What the fuck is in there? We got we gotta get in there. How are we gonna get past the toad guy? Well, he's pretty freaking small looking. 
Yeah, that's I mean, true. there are three of us around, and there's only two of them. There's one of them in there, but... <sighs> but we need... If if we... We need to do it quietly. If we're too loud, the Phoenix will figure out what's going on. Yeah. Do you have anything that could take him out silently? Um, no. I, I might. And, um, yeah, I think she's going to try to use one of her hexes again. Okay, what do you want to do? Um, wither. I want to make, um, the toad feel, like, really kind of weak and dizzy and kind of make him, like, pass out. Okay, give me a wither roll for that. Okay. Yeah, come on. Yes! That's a 13. So, um, Evelyn, I'm going to say that the one thing that you're going to have to do is he's pretty far away. Okay. I'm going to need you to get a little bit closer to him, but your spell will work exactly as planned. Okay. Yeah, so she's going to try to come out more in the clearing, but try to stay, like, behind him so so he can't see her and... Just be really quiet. Okay, roll it showtime plus cold for me to see how you can sneak around. Oh my god, okay. Yeah, that's a 10. <laughs> oh my god. fucking gosh. it is, because fucking Steph is rolling. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. Steph, with like a bunch of hand signals, you kind of get Kane to follow you and kind of connect with Bo as like, a, I got this. And you sneak around the perimeter almost uh, parallel to the A-frame and you hold out your hands and you're kind of, you know, saying your magical incantation and you give a final snap and you see the frog or the toad stumble, hold onto the railing and you hear here like, oh, I got this fucking headache. And the Toad takes off its mask and you're looking at the bald fucking head of Dean Don D. <gasps> oh, 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 you fucking bitch. Everybody knew it? I didn't know it. That's I a know. shock to me. I had no idea. I didn't know it either, Avery. You're good. Oh, thank God. Evelyn sees that and yeah. Arch nemesis. She gets so mad. She's like, of course. Oh, the most incompetent idiot would be following this person. <laughs> he, he kind of like takes a stumble and slips on the stairs and goes ah, and hits the ground and doesn't move face first in the mud. Oh, He's breathing, but he is out and his toad mask rolls across the floor um, and almost rolls towards where you are, Bo. Ooh, Bo mm-hmm. is fucking pissed. He sees like he can finally put a face to what the fuck's been going on. Um, so he's going to like as qu- as quietly as he can, which I don't know how quietly he's gonna be. He's gonna go up to that house or hut, and is he? He's just gonna walk right in. Yes. Ooh. Holy nice. shit! So you step? Uh, are you gonna step over or just step on the dude? He's gonna step on him. Hard. Yeah, you step on him, and with like a few squeaks, he just pushes his face into the mud deeper. Um, Kane and Evelyn, are you gonna chase after him? Um. Yeah. Yeah, Evelyn's gonna grab the toad mask before um, they go in. Good call. Yeah, okay, so so you you and Kane rush to grab the toad mask, so you're gonna be just a bit behind Bo. Bo, you burst through the door, and nobody's in there. What? Mm. What? What you see is an empty A-frame with a large carpet on the ground and a table with a stack of letters. He, he was here. He... Are Evelyn and Kane in the house yet? They just came okay. in. You saw him walk in here, didn't you? Yeah. Wait, uh, pull up the carpet. Maybe there's a trap door underneath or something. 
Evelyn's great at finding secret passages. Trust me. He's gonna do that. <laughs> Just rip open the carpet. You um, bet your ass there's a yes! door. <laughs> yes! Grab the letters. Let's go after the son of a bitch. Oh, who's gonna grab the letters? I guess Evelyn and I. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So Kane and Evelyn, you rush to grab the letters as Bo, I feel like, flings that trap yeah. door open is like kind of five, you know, five, ten feet ahead of you always, just in his determination. And with the letters in your hand, you look at them and they read, Dear Lauren. Holy fuck. Tonight is the night. The new world will begin. Be ready. He's in on it. He's the, he's the, he's the, what's he called? Fuck. The fallen... Oh my god. The Palmer? The no. servant. Wait, the servant. servant. I was gonna why was I gonna say the volunteer? He's the, the servant. Volunteer. <laughs> okay, He's the servant. So the, the Phoenix is a servant. Alright, we gotta get this bastard. And um, yeah, let's sprint after Bo. Wait, Kane, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. One of you needs to bring that evidence back. We can't just go after him. Someone needs to present that to the rest of the Carpe Diem Brigade in case things go wrong. You know what? I'll, I'll take it back, Evelyn. You you go deeper into this thing. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, when you go back, maybe check on Egan and Iris and see what they're up to. I will. I'll, I'll go look for them. Okay, and yeah, I'll, I guess I'll go with Bo then. All right, good luck, you guys. Yeah, good luck. As Evelyn and Bo disappear into the passageway, Evelyn and Bo, you realize that the passageway heads back towards the camp. So, Bo and Evelyn, as you head through the secret passage, Kane, you start running out the A-frame into the woods. Our camera is going to fade away from you. Our camera opens back up on Iris. (laughs) So, Iris, last we left you, you were being chased by a pack of Laurens. I'm going to have you roll volatile for runaway, please. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, that's actually a nine. A nine. Yay. So on a seven to nine, you get away, mm-hmm. but you choose one. Yep. You cause a big scene. You run into du- you run directly into something worse. <laughs> the scariest person there gets a string on you. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say you run into something worse. Yes. Oh, God. Nice. Oh, my God. That's the correct answer. <laughs> yeah. So Iris, you fucking take off. Oh my God. And Iris, you still are disguised as Lauren. Mm-hmm. So you're weaving and dodging and diving as you're running away. You look behind you because you can hear the screams of the Laurens catching up to you in that moment. And as you look back to hear them and you see that, oh, I got away, you turn around and you hit a fucking boom. <gasps> you smack into a tall figure wearing a phoenix mask. <laughs> this is so Scooby-Doo, I love oh, it. Oh no. Oh shit. And the figure goes, well, are you lost? Uh, um, hi, no, I, Mimosas, hmm. Lauren. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know who you are. I'm going to do something that the Keeper of Secrets does not normally do, but I am the servant that has been writing to you. Um... Iris doesn't know what to do, so she just bows. <laughs> and then she looks up. Do I not seem familiar? Um, maybe. Hard to tell with the mask. Lauren, you've been telling me in your letters that you admire me quite a bit. 
Of course, you don't know it was me, but nonetheless. Your actions speak louder than words. Well, in that case, I will leave this mask on, since you already know. Um, please, I would love to gaze upon your face. <laughs> Lauren, I cannot do that until you do that. You know the rules. She just nods. What now, servant? Tonight represents the first step in a long journey to come. You will win this evening, or you will lose. Either way, Bo will no longer be the leader of the Carpe Diem Brigade. And then, my lord has promised me that he sends a messenger to aid us in our plight. There is much work to do now, Lauren. Iris gets an inkling of something. Are their hands covered? In, in their pockets, actually. Why? What were you trying to do? She... Just hearing the Lord so much, she's wondering if um, she starts looking over him to see if she sees any similarities to the pale mare. Give me a plus cold roll. Oh, well, it's a good idea, but we'll see. What... That's a five. <laughs> I leveled up again. The clothes of the phoenix are too baggy for you to tell. Okay, but she gets a little worried, like kind of a chill goes down her spine, um, being alone with this person, wondering if it is who she thinks it is. Once we win, We'll have to bring in all the construction crews that we have. Working overtime over Oakhurst campus, there's much work to be done there. She just nods. She doesn't want to say too much and give it away. We both know that it will become the new center of the world when this is done. She just keeps nodding. She doesn't want to talk. <laughs> Good luck on the vote, Lauren. I do hope that you win. Thank you. Thank you. And she bows. And the phoenix walks away. Uh, she's going to try and find some place to, to hide. Yeah, so I'm going to say that you basically kind of collapse behind a tree <gasps> and you're there kind of just chilling oh and the crow lands on your shoulder. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah! Hi, shh, shh, shh. Hi. I couldn't find anything it's okay. about the fire. You said to find the person who started the fire. I looked all night. Nobody left near the tents. Ah! So Iris, what's the next move for you? What would you like to do? Uh, okay, so I'm going to take my badge and press it and send a message. Um, give me a dark roll for that, please. <laughs> it's a seven. So as you hold on to your badge, you kind of cling it. And with that seven, I'm going to say um, you're sending it to just Egan because that's just a seven. And uh, Egan, I'm going to say you, you get the message of her in the forest being like, help. That's the kind of vibe that you get as you're dressed up in, in Bo's um, outfit and as you're socializing with your various nymphs who are yes. completely convinced it's, it's Bo. <laughs> yes. I'm glad one of us oh. is doing a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and fake Bo is like, oh, yes, drink up. Oh, thank you. And then all of a sudden it's just like, boom. Yeah. And my, my children, I, I, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be back, my dears. And he kind of like strokes all of the what? What do they call Maynard's nymphs face? Nymphs, yeah, nymphs, nymphs. And all the all of nymphs face. And he says, "I will be back. I will return." And he and he leaves the tent, and he just like books it into the forest. Um, on that, I'm gonna say that Iris, as you're in the forest, you hear footsteps. Um, you hear like a door flap open that is built into the ground and you hear <laughs> Bo and Evelyn coming and then they kind of cut through the woods right in front of you. Psst, psst, caca. <laughs> <laughs> She's like waving. I thought I heard a bird. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Hi. 
Iris, it's me, Iris. Hi. What? Okay, what what's going on? Um, she tells them everything that everything that has happened to her. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, that way. Wait, what are you gonna do? We, hey, Bo. Uh, before we go after the phoenix, do you want to change masks? And she holds out the toad mask. Mm. Evelyn. Yes. Well, you are formidable indeed. Uh, but. Again, thank you, I think. <laughs> Dean Don Dean is a lot fucking smaller than I am, however. I'm not sure if it'd be much of a fool. Oh, that's true. I mean, he's pretty small and wimpy. I mean, do you have anything that could make me look like him? <laughs> um, I do, yes. And, um, yeah, so she's going to try another one of her hexes, an illusion one. Okay. That's an 11 for the nice. illusion. Oh, fucking cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what I want to do, I guess, is an illusion of non-existent subtext. Okay. So I want oh. to make people who look at Bo in the toad mask think that he looks like Dean Donning in, in the toad mask, like the same <laughs> yeah. shape and everything. So f- funny story for our listeners. Owen desperately wanted to do a scene with Dean Donning, <laughs> but Owen, you get to do a scene as Dean uh, Donning. Yeah. This is, this is yeah. probably the happiest moment of I my take your dream arc. and I raise you one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Um. So, Bo, for all intents and purposes, you are Dean Don Dean in the Toad Mask. Cool. So um, I, I imagine <laughs> Evelyn would have told Bo what she saw in the letters and that the Phoenix actually is indeed the servant, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. oh, I yeah. would say so. Um, I would say that now you and Iris and uh, you kind of all know. He's going he's gonna to be like, hey, remember when I may or may not have fooled you into thinking I was two different people? Uh, you mean when you sent me on that wild goose chase, yeah? Uh-huh. Let's pray that works again. And he's going to start panting like dramatically and run off into the woods in the direction Iris said um, <laughs> the keeper went. Okay, so you, uh, you you notice that the Keeper of Secrets was going back towards the camp. So you run that way, Bo, as Dean Don Dean. And Evelyn and Iris, do you follow? Um, yeah, Evelyn's going to follow him. Uh, okay. Ooh, actually, I don't know. Iris looks like Lauren. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Evelyn, before you run off, I will say, Egan, you've now caught up, and you're with Iris and Evelyn now. So, I go, okay. Iris, hey. Iris, w- what's wrong? Oh, so much, I tell her everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, sh- and did she say that we were looking... I'm assuming they said that Kane was coming with the evidence. I'm like, I think we need to find Kane and make sure we keep that evidence safe. Make sure it falls into the right hands, Right. Do we, do, we, do we know where Kane is? Somewhere in the woods. Uh, I call my crow out to go find him. Yeah, the crow lands on your shoulder and goes, Rah, all right, I'll help. Rah, I'll find him. Goodbye. <laughs> Flies away. So what would you all like to do now? Most of the things are going towards the camp at this point. Okay. Iris, I think we have to go back to camp. Okay, we'll go back to camp and see what happens. I'll just hide behind you since I look like Lauren. <laughs> so, Zach, we're going to cut back to you. Zach, you've been listening to the radio and you just get a sense of how far away you are from Oakhurst in this case. And you you kind of start tuning in to, like I said, you notice that Silda was driving away. So Zach, over this investigation, as you've been already honing your psychic powers more and more, but right now you're kind of 
really increasing the sphere of influence that they have and reaching out into people's minds very far away. At first you tap in with Lauren L and you're getting the sense that she's getting these letters from someone who she's really connecting with and you even see that she attended a meeting this morning where the Phoenix said that Bo had to go. And just like the prologue that we actually experienced earlier. And then your mind goes to Alexis. And Zach, oh, you get an image of Alexis presenting the Adder Sworn family <gasps> locket to the pale mare in the exact scene that played out during Halloween oh. of last year. So, Zach, that's what you see right now connecting. Oh! What? <laughs> oh my god. Um, Zach is so confused. Uh, he's going to, uh, upon seeing that, try to um, kind of invade Alexis's mind and sort of probe her for those sorts of memories. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's basically like what you get. It's it's pretty foggy, as if as if she was quite afraid. But you see that she presented the pale mare for something, and you felt that it was a necessary exchange to be safe, and for that others to be safe. That's the kind of vibe that you were getting. Okay. Of course, this locket has no meaning to you. It's just really just a locket. Yeah. Um. But at at, at that, Zach, you hear the gong ring, and you realize that that dusk has come, and it's time for the final vote. Oh shit! Okay. So, are you gonna head to the gong? Uh, yes. Uh, Zach will head there now. Was was he around when when uh, he does he know who's who's remaining? No, you weren't there for the last vote. Yeah, then he'll uh, he'll show up at the uh, the meeting. Okay, so our camera fades as Zach runs over to the meeting. We now mm -hmm. cut to Dr. Egan, who's disguised as Bo and Iris. You arrive and you hear that the gong has actually just sounded as the final ballot is now beginning. And Bo, you've made it. And Bo, everyone thinks that you're the toad. <laughs> In fact, Bo, as soon as you arrive, the phoenix waves you over and says, Come, we need you to count the tally. Nice. Oh. <laughs> He's just going to walk over and just, just like, kind of, not wink, but, like, give him a little, oh, it's it's good signal. <laughs> uh, as you all prepare, Kate, you are still running in the woods. This obviously is the long way, right? <laughs> Kane, as you're running in the woods, you feel a hand grapple behind you and pull you, and you're looking at Dean Don Dean going, What did you do? <laughs> what? Me? What the fuck what are you? What do you have in your hand? And he, 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 he goes to grab the letters from you. What do you do? Uh-uh. I try to evade him as best as I can. I'm like, I will kill you. I will kill Don't make me kill you as I'm trying to just avoid his hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, roll plus volatile for me. Okay. Is this how uh, Dean Don Dean dies? <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, that's that's a nine uh, with a negative one to volatile. <laughs> okay, so are you trying to push him away or are you trying to run away just outright? Let's just run away outright. Okay, cool. So on a seven to nine, you get to choose. You you do get away, but you make a big scene, run into something directly worse, or the scariest person there gets a string on you. <laughs> <laughs> a big scary Dean. <laughs> um, I'll run into something worse. That's always fun. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so you're going to keep on running. You do dodge him. He trips on a tree branch and falls again in mud. And, like, at this point, like, I think he's just given up. You just hear him be like, oh, fuck it. He just rolls in the mud, just, like, stares at the sky. He's like, it's really, it's really not my fucking problem anyway. And you, you end up still running Kane. Uh, we're going to come back to everyone else, all gathered around variously as the final tally runs. And uh, the, the voting has begun. And the phoenix stands up and says, With this final vote, we will choose a successor to our previous head. And whether Bo Benavino, and you hear some people cheer and some people boo, is voted again or not, the Carpe Diem Brigade will endure. And they all say, We endure together. We endure. <laughs> <laughs> we, we endure. <laughs> and and Bo and fake Bo goes, I endure. <laughs> you gonna see Dean Don Dean give real Bo a little side eye, Kim? Or you gonna um just like don't overdo it. Um What's the voting what's the voting look like? Like is there an actual box with the ballots there or does There is just, oh, yes okay, and okay. you begin counting them, Bo, uh, as the toad. And Bo what you see is very interesting. You see, you have a, like, as usual, a sizable amount of votes. Lauren has a sizable amount of votes. It's Thomas that shocks you mm. with how many votes Thomas has. Mm. Ah. This is unlike your plan, because this is usually when all, like, all the support goes away, right? And you win via your plan but you keep counting and counting and counting and Thomas starts to pull away with a victory holy shit in the vote Bo what do you do as you're counting these question did was was the um, did Iris relay that no one was around the tents when they were set fire yeah I'm assuming she would have said everything can he s think that suspicious? I think he can. Um, I'm, ooh, I think he's starting to get an inkling of what's really going on now. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and he, you know what? Fuck it. He's ruthless. He wants, because if he thinks he knows who it is under that, it's probably a violation of the Keeper of Secrets. But, um, so yeah, he's gonna pull a fucking Scooby-Doo and try to unmask the monster. <gasps> yes, oh, oh shit. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Give me a lash out physically since you're actually gonna pull the mask off. That is a seven. Oh no! A seven. Okay, yeah. so a seven to nine, you get to choose one. They gain a string on you, they can deal one harm to you for free, if they want to, or you become your darkest self. Oh, he's going darkest self. All right, Owen, can you read out your darkest self, please? All right, so for darkest self, uh, nobody takes you seriously. They think you're just good for parties. You're going to make sure everyone knows not to mess with you. Mm, that's so good. <laughs> so I'm going to say, like, you have this, like, dark revenge, especially as things are starting to click for you, Bo. 
and like you're fucking ruthless right now like your your eyes like people can't see but like your veins are so kind of pulsing and angry that you swear your eyes have the shot of purple through them right now as the phoenix is kind of taking the votes and like double checking them the phoenix says well it appears that we have a new vi and as mid-sentence bow you rip off the phoenix mask <laughs> who is it and yes. hair falls down to her shoulders <gasps> gray yes hair as yes. you're looking at the steel tycoon arabella saint vincent <laughs> undergrad a monster heart's tale We'll return after a brief word from our sponsors. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town or your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. Hi everyone, Eric, your MC here, just wanting to take the time to thank you so much for all of your support. If you enjoy the show, please feel free to share with your RPG-loving friends and family, and don't forget to follow us at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, as well as subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you so much, everybody, for supporting the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. And now, back to Undergrad, a Monster Hearts tale. Bo, you are face to face with the Steel Tycoon and mother of your best friend, Arabella St. Vincent. What do you do? He's going to rip the fucking toad mask off, and hopefully the the um the fucking what do you call it illusion falls that he's Dean Don Dean. He's just going to say, "This is a violation. The keeper of secrets is never supposed to be from the brigade. Arabella Saint Vincent is from one of the founding families, and they have violated the sacred oath of impartiality." And he's gonna grab her by the hair and fucking smash her to like, bring her to her knees. This is your false prophet. Thomas stands up immediately and goes running at you and says, let go of my mama, you dog. Um, He's gonna fucking punch him. He's gonna oh, slam his mama yeah. on the ground oh, and fucking mail him across the face. Roll, at, roll at you physically. <laughs> That's a, an eight. An eight, oh, okay. okay. So you get to choose when you're already in your darkest self. So they gain a string on you or they deal one harm. I'm going to say it's going to be they deal one harm just based on the situation. Cool. So you, you you send like a gut punch and he bends over, but he takes off his mask and he clobbers you with it. <laughs> and you take a gold lion right to the face for oh, one fuck. harm. Okay. <laughs> um, and as that's happening, as they're fighting, Kane, you run into the scene holding letters, looking at everyone as this is happening, and you see the phoenix now demasked, looks back, and it's the face of Arabella that uh, you've seen on, on magazines and stuff like that. Holy shit. Um, evidence! I have evidence! So, Kane, because you chose to run into something worse, Arabella looks at you and says, How dare you! She pulls out I a knife, mean, she goes no, charging at you. Oh, God. Yeah, can I intervene against an act of violence? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Iris. <laughs> 
That's a six, so... Oh, dear. Yeah, so on a... It says the target target you with violence instead. I'm going to say with... That's a seven tonight. I'm going to say this is an extreme version. Kane, she's like Arabella's running at you to stab you because you have the evidence. Uh. Iris jumps in front of the way and takes a full stab. (laughs) And Iris, it's going to do two harm to you. As you just see blood kind of start to pool around Iris as she drops and Arabella pulls out the knife and looks back at everyone and holds out the knife kind of at, at at hand's length and goes, you don't understand. I'm trying to save the brigade. I have been whispered to by the one that we rejected over 300 years ago. No more. My predecessor failed. My predecessor was whispered to and couldn't handle it. Coffee Bob could not handle it. Oh my gosh. What? Oh. Holy, Holy fuck. Crap. Wait. Oh, oh no. my god. We are here to fix what we've done. And you're going to either elect my son or Lauren L will be done with this bow business forever. And she points the knife back to Iris. <gasps> what are you going to do? And Egan takes off uh, the clothing to turn back to Egan. And she's going to just attack Arabella try to disarm her yeah like at this point the whole crowd is like freaking the fuck out but none of them are leaving because like their rich selves are like let's see who wins (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) this is entertainment (laughs) so roll for me please okay um volatile yes please okay oh shit that's a two oh my god (gasps) i'm gonna die i'm so sorry that's okay you tried yeah, okay, Egan. So you go to charge, and before you know it, Egan, you get flanked from all sides by the Lorens. I mean, you don't know where the old Loren is. She's out in the woods oh, shit. somewhere, but the rest of the Lorens, they kind of tackle you down and pin you down, and uh, you can't get up right now. I'm restrained. Oh. Yeah, you, you are restrained. So we have, right now, we have Iris on the ground. Uh, bleeding, Kane behind her, Egan trapped down. Uh, Bo, you and Thomas are kind of yeah, still, like still at, at facing each other. Yeah. How yeah. about you, Evelyn, <laughs> Zach? What do you want to do? Can I try to use one of my hexes on, um, uh, what's her name? Yeah. On Arabella? Yes, Arabella. Thank you. I want to try to use my binding hex on her. Okay, nice. go for it. Okay. Yes, that's another 10. Oh my gosh. Okay. So how do you want this to happen? So Evelyn, out of her pocket, is going, or yeah, is going to pull out one of the scrunchies that Kane gave her for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. As a throwback to the Coffee Bob fight, she's gonna yes. make it enlarge and use it to kind of like trap and bind Arabella. So here's what happens with that. Arabella kind of, after her threat, turns back around and looks at you, Iris, and says, I'm sorry, dear, but it appears I'm going to have to make an example of you. I apologize. And she goes to swing down and a crow comes flying at her and starts pecking at her face. And she just starts freaking out and trying to slash at this crow. And it just stays out of the way. And it's like, what? Leave my friend alone! And is like pecking her face, making her cheeks bleed. And as she's freaking out, you see this kind of scrunchy like fling towards her from Evelyn. And it grows and it wraps around her and binds her. And she was plummeting down to the floor face first. And she's like crying and like moving, just being like, let me go! I have to serve! Let me serve! You're all doomed! I like how Steph just like stops fights so quickly with her amazing roles. Like nothing that like it's done. (laughs) It's amazing. The crowd watches stunned, even the Lorens, they let you go, Dr. Egan. Because like they literally just saw fucking magic. 
Like, what they saw is not what they're used to seeing. Like, they just saw her get mm. subdued oh, by something. Mm-hmm. And the crowd is is in awe right now. Um, Thomas, for a second, looks down to see his mom. Bo, I'm going to let you roll to do kind of an attack while he's cool. distracted. He's going to try and tackle him to the ground and do that the classic movie scene where he just starts fucking wailing at him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, roll plus volatile, please. <laughs> and a- add one, because he's distracted, too. Roll. Ten. Ten? Yeah, so he looks down, he's like, Mom! And you just tackle to the ground and just start, like, and just go at him. And, like, everyone else has stopped, and, you know, AV Club, you see Bo just, like, beating the shit out of Tom. You fucking ruined everything! My legacy! My family! Iris, like, bleeding, she, like, turns, she's like, someone stop him! Bo, you feel an old hand on your shoulder and you hear, Bo, Bo, let it go. Nika, he, he almost destroyed it. He almost destroyed it all. The brigade. I have nothing. After you're gone, I have nothing. Bo, look what you've done to your best friend. He was only trying to help out his family. That's all. And Arabella's still freaking out, crying, all tied up. Egan um, gets up and she reaches into her fanny pack and she takes out Coffee Bob's knife and goes over to Arabella and puts it to her throat. Do you want me to roll volatile again? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, she's down. All right. She's okay. she's totally at, at at your mercy and okay so she's she's restrained okay and and she just says to her and she says now your knife of your predecessor will hold you here while we get while we take care of you I don't know who you are but by next year you're all going to die and I will be exalted amongst all Hmm. That's what Coffee Bob said, and she like hits her on the head. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, with the single bump on the head, Arabella goes unconscious. She's not hurt by any means. You didn't hurt her at all, but yeah, so she she's out. And Dominica still has her hand on your shoulder, Bo, and says, "Bo, stand up. It's over." And he just slowly stands up, and and she just gives you a hug. And he hugs back. Just, like, kind of does a little rocking with her. Um, he doesn't say anything. For the first time in his life, he doesn't know what to say. Everyone is stunned looking around. So, should we vote? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> says in the back. <laughs> and they're like, well, I don't see Lauren. And... I guess that disqualifies Thomas, so... Bo? (laughs) Everyone's kind of looking at you, Bo. The Carpe Diem Brigade needs someone who can lead by example, who can have confidence in themselves and not not grasp at power like, like an immature child. I secede from the position. <gasps> Whoa. What? I... It took me too long to realize that 
this brigade, this this whole charade is it's a poison to New England and to me. My family has groomed me for this role my entire life, and now I'm standing here with my best friend's blood on my fist, squabbling over something that's ruined both us and our families. I've been so drunk with power, I, I didn't notice what really mattered. Nika, I'm, I'm sorry I haven't been there for you. I'm sorry I let this web of plots and poison blind me from the truth. Please, whatever time you have left, I, I'd like us to spend it together. I'm done playing the game. I would like that bow. I'll do it. Vanessa comes out of the crowd. Wearing Iris's mask, the bunny mask, and takes it off and says, I will lead in Bo's stead. If Bo, I can come to you for advice as the most experienced leader we've had in quite some time. He's going to go and give her a hug and just say to her only, a good leader knows when to pass the mantle on to someone better. And there's no one I trust more. What about Zach? <laughs> Zach, you've been you've been at the back of the crowd. I feel like the crowd kind of parts and you walk down the middle. Uh, what's up, guys? He, he was technically no, he was technically nominated. Yeah, right. Yeah. And what of the keeper of secrets? Who who'll take over the keeper of, keeper of secrets? Vanessa kind of looks back and says, "Zach, I hope that you don't take this to offense, but." I think it's best if we keep this internal. Yeah, no problem. I was in way over my head. You're good. Go for it. All you. And and Dr. Regan, you make a good point. I think it's time that we change many things about the brigade. Hmm. I have a lot of work to do. If you will all have me. And everyone goes, yeah, I mean... I, I guess I wasn't, like, planning on voting for Vanessa, but, like, why not? I mean, I guess we don't really have any other options. I don't even know this guy. They point, they point to Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and, and, and just by, like, a, a show of hands, Vanessa says, well, do I have a quorum? And you hear, I, 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 and by, before you know it, everyone has unanimously for the first time in the brigade's history <laughs> voted for a single leader. Yay. Amen. Egan starts a slow count clap. And, <laughs> <laughs> and actually gonna say on that slow clap our camera fades. The limo is prepped. The um, purple limo that you came in. Well, you, of course, will be leaving a different way. You and Dominica are going to explore the world, like you said. So you prepared the purple limo to see off the AV club. So what would you all like to do? <laughs> Iris is, like, bleeding out. So she's just, like, like half woozy. She's like, I'm so happy this ended. Okay, everybody. Oh, Iris, you've definitely been fixed since then. You can just fix yourself up. Okay. I'm so happy that we've... <laughs> 
That's all that well, guys. Yeah, your wounds definitely got healed right away. In fact, Vanessa will do a quick little flashback. <laughs> Vanessa looks around and says, My first order of business as your leader is please somebody sew this poor soul back up. And she turns and points to Iris. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely horrible. Please get her medical attention right away. And our camera jumps back to the present. And our limo is prepared to bring you all back to Oakhurst. And you're all staring at Bo as the... Uh, the, the evening, it seems like the retreat is still going, but this is far more of the kind of celebratory section. Arabella and Thomas um, left in shame. They didn't say a word to anyone. They were released by Vanessa, and they just disappeared into the night. Oh. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. And told never to come back or show their faces again. So Coffee Bob, it all started with him. Maybe so before, he was actually. the keeper of secrets. Do you... So we're pretty sure this is linked to you-know-who, right? Yeah, mm. in some way. I yeah. think so. And they said we're all going to die next year? Oh, I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I was already prepared. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, listen. Um, I don't know how to say this, but uh, Alexis knows the mayor. What? The mayor? What do you mean? How? What do you mean? Yes. Alexis? Uh, yeah, I, I saw something. She she was giving some sort of like a locket or something that belonged to Silda to the pale mayor. <gasps> what? Why? I I don't know. I get the sense that she was trying to keep keep us, me, safe. Oh. I don't get it, man. Well, what did they need with her locket? Yes. I think perhaps we should have a talk with Alexis when we get back. Do you you don't think it was that weird stone that this group worships, do you? Uh, Eric, was there a stone in the locket? Nothing that would resemble a philosopher's stone or anything like that, but it does have the adder sworn crest with a serpent coiling through it. Huh, so it doesn't seem like it was okay. But it, yeah, so it wasn't the stone. Okay. Well, they must have wanted it for some reason. It must be powerful. Yeah. I guess. I guess we have a lot of work to do ahead of us, but um, Iris turns back. To, is Bo still there? Bo just joins you now. Okay. Okay. Well, I... You held up your end of the bargain. So if there's anything you wish of me... Well, I would say you held, did more than hold up your end of the bargain. Well, I think you know what we want. Mm-hmm. That you shall have it. And he, um... He's, he kind of just goes around and grabs a dossier that, and hands it out to each of you. That's everything in there, and you have my word. Thank you. Thank you. And what have you? Uh, you and Nika will do... Where will you go? Nika's always wanted to uh, take me to see the Czech Republic, so we might, uh, might head down there for a while. Honestly, I, I'm not sure where this puts me in relationship in my relationship with my folks, but if I have any assets still available to me, I can can help you out if you need it. Thank you. Thank you. Bo? Evelyn. I, I know it's never easy to lose someone that you love, but I just want to say I hope you two have many happy moments in the time that you have left together. Mm -hmm. I think now we'll finally have time to 
stop and breathe and create those moments. But I don't know what you all are up to next, but I get the feeling it's not, it's not the most savory of things. <laughs> no, I think our troubles are just starting. Hmm. Yeah. But in between, we'll try and have fun, like you showed us. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the fun parts of this weekend were the fun parts, and the bad parts were the bad ones, but at least I can say for the first time in my life, I, I consider you my first real friends. Thanks, man. Hey. Yeah. Quite. Can we keep the masks? I think Kane's really attached to his. <laughs> I feel like Kane hasn't taken his off. Oh, no, totally no, got it. Yeah. Yeah, he still had the straw. It just feels so right, you know? It fits you so well, bro. I'm, I'm incorporating this into my Halloween costume for sure. Yes. <laughs> Couple rules before you go back. Don't touch the thermostat in the limo. It's at the perfect place. Otherwise, it starts smelling mildewy. I know, we have to get that fixed. Ew. And just... <laughs> stay together. You... You had what I never did. Actual, real trust and camaraderie. <laughs> I, I had to... I had to find random strangers by stalking them <laughs> to help me with my problems. So you... You just kind of points at them a little nose scrunch stick together all right we will wise words okay, we will go find some peace in the czech republic bow yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> best of luck kane irisak <laughs> i commend you for your performances <laughs> and i thank you for them <laughs> and evelyn and dr egan yes the world has not seen enough of you two bright astonishing ladies Needs to see a little more. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And as the rest of you pile into the limo, Zach, you hang behind for a moment. Mm -hmm. Um, hey, uh, Bo. Zach? You, uh, he kind of waits for a moment. You, uh, you keep, uh, keep safe, eh? <laughs> and you stay out of trouble. And he's gonna come forward and give him a little smoochy smooch. <laughs> Zach, for the first time, is, is, uh, pretty speechless this whole episode, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Zach and Bo embrace and give, like, a, what, you know, they don't know the last, the next time their lips will meet. Perhaps never again. <laughs> And it's this, it's this long, gentle, probably like the most gentle we've ever seen Zach kiss ever. <laughs> As that moment seemingly is suspended out of time. Hmm. And then Nika's voice breaks the silence and says, Bo, the chopper is here to take us to the airport. Did you bring the sleevo for the ride? I can't stand helicopter rides. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, I know what you like. And he just walks over to her a little, like, almost goofily, which is weird for him, and just offers her his arm. And Zach, as you turn around, you see Bo kind of look back at you one last time. 
his eyes dancing slightly purple in the darkness hmm. as you share one last goodbye and Bo and Nika head to their uh, helicopter as you head back into the limo hmm. and the limo takes you all home and as you all depart from the retreat, leaving all this carpe diem drama behind you, our camera fades and it's going to split into two separate epilogues. You're all in the limo. Uh, it drives through the night. You're all quite tired. You know, even, even you only needs like an hour, mm -hmm. right? You know what I mean? Like a night. <laughs> You're all um, hanging out, discussing, talking about things. And Iris, you're, I feel like you're, after what's going on, you're kind of sprawled out in the back, laying on Kane's lap, mm -hmm. staring at, you know, when you're driving on a highway at night, you see those kind of yellow lights flash by yeah. over and over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You stare at them as you blink and you blink and you blink again. And then you blink one more time and the whole what you're standing around completely changes. <laughs> Iris, you're walking down a dark hallway all of a sudden. The limo has disappeared. And you're walking down this incredibly dark hallway, hearing music play in the darkness. And you walk by these paintings. And you see there's a painting of Evelyn as this like classic Tudor style painting. When you walk by it, like Haunted Mansion style changes and Evelyn is being boiled alive in a cauldron. Her skin is melting off her body with her cat desperately burning inside as well. I feel like she like stumbles back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you see at the very end, there's a door with light underneath it. Um, in contrast to how dark the rest of this hallway is, you can even feel the darkness behind you starting to grow and come towards you. She runs. She, like, runs to the door. She doesn't want to, but she knows it's the only way. As you run to the door, you pass a image of Egan. And again, she's in this in this classical Tudor-style uh, costume. And when you pass by her again, it Haunted Mansion changes. <laughs> and she is um, headless with a, only a sliver of her head hanging off her body with this, like, gaping open mouth, totally bloody everywhere. Oh, my God. With a stake oh in her heart. <laughs> Nearly headless Egan. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you pass a thing of Zack. And again, it, it looks so good. And then when you pass it, a Haunted Mansion style changes and you see that he's got like five guitar strings wrapped across his face oh. and they're shredding his face <gasps> in various oh awful parts with bone and, and veins coming through. And Iris, you reach to the door and you grab it, you rip it open. And Iris, you're looking at a horrible fleshy pumpkin face. <gasps> And this fleshy pumpkin face just stares at you and grabs you and picks you up with this huge smile and it says, Iris Greenwood, you are mine! And begins to eat you and, and, and consume you. And Iris, as you're going down his stomach, the last thing you see out, out from the hallway is Kane staring back at you with his bestie's arms wrapped around Kane's leg. And Kane, as you scream for Kane's help, Kane opens his mouth and just a bunch of blood and heart matter comes out <gasps> and oh he's trying God. to say iris 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 and then you wake up to kane saying your name iris iris you, you, are you okay and iris, iris you wake up and you realize that you're the last ones in the limo as you are at the treetops 
she kind of like pushes away from him and just goes to the other side of the the limo, and she's like shaking. That's it. I, I, I gotta <laughs> talk to my bestie. I'm sorry. No, no, this no, is no. getting too much. No, 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 no. You, 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 you can, you can. Um, I. And she kind of just thinks for a second. about it okay sure of course i just i'm getting worried yeah it's it's happening more often i'm scared me too and as the two of you get out of the limo and head into the, the treetops to maybe some safety our mm. camera does one more pan <laughs> To Vanessa. Oh, Vanessa no. is standing with some of her, uh, the kind of elite that have gathered around to support her kind of new government and changes. And they're already reviewing things, working well until late of the night. She's wasting no time. Bo has left on his helicopter. And we see a pair of headlights slowly driving up the driveway. And it's a limo, but it's a dark limo. And stepping out, the driver is revealed to be Cobra, the guard of the Addersworn family. He's still missing a finger from when he was turned to stone and was snapped (laughs) off. Cobra opens the limo door, and a tall commanding figure in a leather trench coat steps out. The figure is wearing a mask of reptilian humanoid and walks up. Vanessa and her crew meet this mysterious latecomer. The figure bows low and says, I have come on behalf of Boa Attersworn to swear the allegiance to the newly elected leader. And Vanessa says, huh. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, friend, but you are quite late and things have been gathered. I'm going to need proof that you are who you say you are. But of course. And he pulls into his coat and he pulls out the Attersworn family locket. <gasps> and she says, well, friend, that's clearly the real thing. Please, you are welcome. And remove your mask. The ritual is over. And off comes the mask, and you're looking at the face of the pale mare. Oh, oh shit. No. Oh, my God. And the pale mare says, we have much to discuss. The brigade, we are in dire times, and there is much to be done. And Vanessa says, we could not agree more. Will you join and aid us in rebuilding? I am here to serve. And the pale (laughs) mare bows again as he's welcomed into the group. And Vanessa gets very close, eager to discuss new ideas with him. And as he has now infiltrated the elites, our camera pans up. And we look towards the entire retreat and that statue that stood so proudly in the beginning. And it may look like a part of it might be catching on fire. As for the first time in their lives, the power is being taken from the elite's hands. And on that, our camera fades away.
Hey there, thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theater Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face to face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Talltale Theater Collective. Grow with us.